What it is, what it is, what it is, everybody. It is me, it is me, BDB, back with yet another episode of the Ultimate You Podcast. My name is Brandon BDB Bender, and I hope that you are doing great, grand, and spectacular, and everything in between today. I hope that your weekend was fresh. I hope that it was reviving. I hope that it was recharging. I hope that it was refreshing. And I hope that it was all of that stuff synonymous with those words. And I hope that today is going great and grand for you, even though I already said that, but that's okay. So before we get into today's episode, I got to say that uh, (laughs) this, this is the part of the series one of the parts of the series that I have been waiting to get to. <laughs> I hope that you are excited. I hope that you are excited because in just a moment, I'm going to reveal what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks in the series entitled Single Mindedness. Yes, we're still going through these Fs. And uh, these, this, this F that we on right now, this new F that we about to be on, oh, Oh, it's really going to be something special. I promise you. You can put everything I touch and breathe on. It's going to be special. Now, I just wrapped up family. I talked about family worldwide for the past three weeks. So I would challenge you to go back and listen to those. And then before that, I talked about faith. I think that was another three weeks before that. Okay, so if you want the totality of this entire series, I would challenge you to go back and listen to all six of those episodes. And then there was like a there was a preview episode of single-mindedness and what that's all about. So be sure to go back and check all of that so you can get the get the fullness of what I'm talking about. Now, let me let me make sure I expound on that. I can present as much info as I can, but it is only God himself that brings the fullness. Right? I can I can present all the truth. I can present all the stuff in between, but it is God himself who brings the fullness, right? So, all right, so, is you ready? Is you ready for me to present the next F? I hope you was excited, right? Because this is number 37, episode number 37 of the Ultimate You podcast and the F that we're going to talk about today. If you ain't figured it out by my extra excitement, we're going to get into some fitness you know what i'm talking about we gonna get into that fitness and you know what all out transparency you know one thing was i've had thoughts of man you know what am i gonna be able to have content that people can truly grasp and can they truly understand what i'm talking about not just bob the head and shake the head oh oh man that was cool that was great but can they really take what i'm gonna say and really apply it. Not only that, but will people even listen and really just glean from it? And I say that because, I mean, come on. Fitness has been around for a very long time. Okay, I know I've mentioned this in different ways on a podcast in the past. You know, but as I've said in different ways, a lot of us as people, we get so numb and used to hearing certain things over and over and over again. When we hear it, we're just like, eh, oh, yeah, oh, okay. But It really is time for a change and not just a change. It is time for a shift. And not only is it time for a shift, it is time for get ready for it. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, episode number 37 of the Ultimate You Podcast. Within this single-mindedness series, we're going to talk about fitness. So this episode and all of the episodes that I produce about fitness within this series is going to be entitled The Fitness Maxima Revolution. Revolution. All right, that was a little dance, dance, revolution kind of joke right there. But no, for real, we're going to talk about Fitness Maxima Revolution because that is what this world needs. All right, get your sippy cups and get your paper plates that cost $2.79. Pull up to the table, strap on that seatbelt, and let's get it. Let's eat. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, we got a lot to unpack and uncover with this particular F that we is going to talk about for the next several weeks. Not going to lie to you. We going to go in on this one. Look, I'll be honest. I know I went three weeks on the other the other F's that I have discussed so far. But in all transparency, this this is the one. This is the one that I really wanted to unpack and uncover. And not to say that this is the most important one, because if you really want to talk about the most important one, I mean, they're all important. All the F's are very important. But I almost want to say they are all important in their own way. But I would have to put faith above all of them. I would have to put faith above all of them. Because belief and hope and all of those great things, you got to have faith. You got to have faith. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to the first three weeks. I guess if you want to say the first four weeks, because like I said, there was a preview sort of a preview episode of this single-mindedness. And then for the next three weeks after that, I talked about faith. And then the next three weeks after that, I talked about family. But this one right here, this one right here. Oh, yes, I'm getting a little extra silly. But I'm going I'm to I'm be serious because fitness, 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 fitness. You know, here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let y'all in on something. I don't know if y'all ever thought about this. Have y'all ever thought about that the thing that I find interesting about fitness and that the thing that intrigues me about fitness is that everybody's got to do it. Everybody, like literally everybody, everybody that has ever been anybody that is going to be somebody has to, well, I don't want to say has to, but gets the opportunity to incorporate fitness into their life nobody is above fitness nobody is exempt yes you can have the free will to not incorporate fitness into your daily regimen you can opt to not include fitness into your daily life but that does not mean that you and me are above fitness okay 
Just because we opt out of doing something that is necessary for our lives does not equate to we are above that. We are better than that or us saying, ah, you know, that doesn't apply to me. Nah, that doesn't apply to me. That does not mean that. Okay, so I just believe that it's just one thing that I've seen over the years. I just believe that a lot of us are on the decline. I mean, a lot of us are on the either or are are either on the decline or have been on the decline in different ways in life. But if you want to strictly talk about fitness, a lot of us have in some way, shape or fashion have just been on the decline, whether it be just we're just not. We're just not exercising enough. We're just not working out enough or anything or anything like that. But <clears throat> let me make this perfectly clear before I really get into it. This is not going to be a like, aha, you, you didn't work out or you haven't been working out. Like, this is not to shame anybody. This is not to compel, force or make anyone feel bad or shame anybody. This is not about shaming. As I have mentioned in different ways on this podcast, this episode is about and other episodes will be about uplifting you and empowering you and you know what not even that yes it is that but you know what as i said it's a revolution i mean i'm just gonna call it what it is this is a revolution this is a wake-up call this is a wake-up call to somebody out there these words that are about to enter your earwaves i want you to take root to them i want you to take a Pen and a paper, pen and a pad, pen and a journal, wherever you journal, wherever you take notes at. Really want you to take heed to these words I'm going to say in today's episode and in the next several episodes that I'm going to talk about fitness. And I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't even know how many episodes it's going to go. My thought process is go all in on the episode that I'm creating and producing and go from there. That, that's how I go each and every episode. I mean, I could have a plan of, all right, I'm going to do five episodes on this one topic. No, I, mean, I just I just can't operate that way because you never you never know how much new revelation is going to come to you. Right. So I, I really strive to live my life in that regards when it comes to the podcast. So before I get deep into it, let me just go ahead and give quick props to everybody out there. Jamming the Ultimate You podcast. Much appreciated to you. We are on bunch of platforms y'all a whole bunch of platforms so take your pick take your pick if you want to do anchor if you want to do spotify if you're an apple person if you're a google person when it comes to google podcast or apple podcast you got spotify and let's see i said anchor you got deezer you got amazon music iHeartRadio, pandora you got Castbox, pocket casts and many, many more than I'm not even thinking about, right? So wherever you get your podcast at, be sure to consider subscribing, consider following, consider hitting that follow button for the Ultimate You Podcast so that way you are not in the, um, well, okay, I screwed that up. That way you are not left out in the dark when each episode hits your technological device. All right. So, like I said, hope you guys had a great week. For those that are tuning in for the very first time, we are smack dab in the middle of a series entitled Single Mindedness. Okay. And essentially, single mindedness is about each of these F's and each of these pillars that I'm talking about 
It is about having single-mindedness of focus within each of these pillars that I am talking about. And it's not just about doing them, right? It's not just about just doing it. And for example, what I mean by just doing it is some of us are still in that phase of, okay, all right, I went to the gym today, I worked out, and I posted my pic on social media, whatever, okay? Not that there's, not that there's anything wrong with that, but a lot of us are still doing that in an emotionless manner, right? Just going through the motions. And that's where a lot of us as people in life fall short of. Many, many times over, a lot of us, and again, putting myself in that camp, you know, I'm not immune to that. But the idea is to acknowledge when we are, when we're drone-like, when we are emotionless and just going through the motions and, all right, bucket list, check, went to the gym, Bucket list check, had my healthy meal today. Bucket list check, I went for a walk. Bucket list check, I went for a jog today. Whatever you want to call it. All right, so it's, as I have mentioned in the past on this podcast, it is about having emotional attachment behind what you're doing. And as I've said before, you know, even before I started this podcast, I'm like, you know, I could talk about fitness, but... How can I really approach it? How can I really come at it? And I will be honest, you guys. I, I, I took this up on as a challenge. I took this as a challenge because if, if I have not said it before, I'm going to say it again. I, I, I strive to go against the grain. And I'm talking about going against the grain, against the grain. I don't want to just talk to you about food. I don't want to just talk to you about exercises, which we will cover those things. And the and that when you hear me say F, I'm also going to cover nutrition, too. I'm going to intertwine the two at times because I was thinking, OK, should I maybe separate fitness and nutrition? But no, I'm going to put them together. OK, because as somebody said, you cannot out train a bad diet. Now, I don't use the word diet, but I think it fits for this statement. You cannot out train a bad diet. You cannot out-train a bad diet. You cannot out-train a bad diet. What does that mean? That means that you can work out seven days a week. But if you eat like crap, you will not see and feel the full results that you deserve. All right? Just flat out. <laughs> not going to sugarcoat it. That's exactly what that means. All right? So... But like I was saying, I took this as a challenge to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to talk about fitness. I'm going to talk about nutrition from my perspective. And when I say my perspective, not, I don't want to come from it from a subjective side. Or I don't want to come at it from a, this is my feelings. These are my thoughts. Yes, I'll share my feelings. Yes, I'll share my thoughts. But it's not based on those things. Okay, I want to provide truth but I also want to try to say it in a way that perhaps you may not have thought of before. As an example, as I've mentioned on one of the previous episodes of the podcast, when I talked about truth, I said that when it comes to truth, if you take, if you take yourself out of the equation, take yourself out of the equation, truth minus you still equals truth. Okay, now don't take that literally, okay, because if you take... You, out of truth, you'll just have truth. <laughs> Catch that? If you, take the, if you take the letter U out of truth, you'll get truth. 
You'll just, it'll, it'll sound weird and funky, but I'm not talking about the letter. I'm talking about you as a person, you as a human being, you as a woman, you as a man. If you take you out of the equation, if you take you out of the mathematical formula of truth, truth is still truth. You are, look, listen here. You are not that sweet and special to have truth be extra shiny and extra glossy and extra glorified. I, I need you to get that in your spirit. You are not that sweet and not that special for truth to be just, oh my gosh, to where truth will say, you know what? I was, I was in such peak and prime condition for thousands and thousands of years. But since you came along, oh my gosh, I never thought about life in this way. You know what? That's going to add to me. No, you're never going to hear truth say that. Truth is going to look at you and say, hey, look, I am truth. OK, like I am what I am. You either accept me or you don't. <laughs> That's how truth is. And when I say truth, I'm talking about uncompromised, objective, undeniable truth. That's that's the voice of truth. Truth is like, hey, look, I am truth. My name is truth. OK, you can accept me or reject me. I'm not going to force myself upon you. If you want to do if you want to do your thing and live how you want to live. Hey, that, that's you. You do your thing. But you know what? We will work. We will work together or we will work better so much. To, we would work together so much better if we collaborated together. Right. So truth is a gentleman. OK, truth is an ultimate gentleman. He will not impose himself upon you. He will allow you to make whatever decisions you need to make. But truth will cooperate. Or I should say you can cooperate with life so much more smoothly if you and I decide to really team up with truth. OK, so that's what I mean when I say that. OK, truth minus you still equals truth. But guess what? Truth plus you equals a prosperous and flourishing life. OK, but as far as the details on that, that's another story for another time. All right. So like I said, I took it up as a challenge to really just dig deep and just to kind of put some things together to not just challenge, but to really charge. I mean, I want to electrify somebody's spirit to really up their level of fitness, up their nutrition game, up their fitness game. No matter where you're at, no matter what you look like, no matter where you're from, that's what this is designed to do. All right. So let's go ahead and get to it. Now, I'm going to start off with a little something different here. I'm going to start off with some interesting trivia that you may not have thought about before. You know, because I said, like I said, I can start with this and I can start with that. But you know what? Let's start off with some interesting trivia when it comes to fitness. Because we know that fitness has changed a lot over the years. But let's start with this. Okay. See, what if you, some of you may have known some of these things, or some of you may have not, but here's some, uh, here's some trivia for your noggin. You see, because back in the BC days, around 3000 BC, people walked. They did a lot of walking. I mean, you think about Bible days. I mean, how, how, many, um, how many stories can you find where just, um, I was going to say characters, but all the people in the Bible, they, when they traveled from town to town and Location, location, they were walking. You don't hear about, oh, they got in their car and they drove and they caught an Uber and they 
road to this location. There was no Ubers. There was no lifts. I mean, these people were walking. You know, Jesus, hey, he, he walked. He literally walked everywhere. Okay. But then so you look around, maybe around 1700. Chariots were, oh, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead here. Uh, so, so I said people walked uh, in the year 3000 BC. People were walking. But then later on in about 1700, uh, people had chariots. People had chariots. Or no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, chariots were thrown out at that time. Before then, in between 3000 BC and 1700, people were uh, riding chariots. But then at around 1700, uh, chariots were uh, becoming obsolete. And then next was steam cars. So basically, steam cars were essentially uh, external combustible engines, right? So you think about cars, they, the engines are internal. Well, steam cars, they are external. So you have to look them up. They actually look very interesting, okay? They look very interesting. They almost look like mini trolleys that you, that you may see in uh, downtown wherever you live at, if you do have a downtown wherever you reside at. So... I mean, you think about the, I don't really like to use the word evolution, but the, we'll just say, uh, I want to say revolving, we'll just say changes. Yeah, we'll just be simple, we'll call it changes. The changes of how people travel, I mean, that has changed over the years, okay? And I'm, and there's a reason why I mentioned what I mentioned just now about as far as uh, traveling and whatnot, people walking everywhere in 3000 BC and, and then chariots being used and then... Because here's the thing, when it came to walking, people, somebody said, you know what, we need to have some type of transportation. We need to have some type of transportation to get from here to there. So you know what, we need to, we need to ride chariots, we need to ride horses. Okay, so then that was made, and then you had around 1700, that's why I said, that's when chariots were becoming obsolete, and then steam cars came in the mix, right? So this is not anything new, you know, when it comes to you know, vehicles and you know, people becoming more convenient and technology advancing like like crazy. That's not anything new. This has been happening for centuries, for centuries, for thousands and thousands of years. Okay. And now let me kind of uh, let me kind of skip to towards something else. Okay. So when you look at 1500 BC, okay, this is really not in particular order. Okay. So flow with me. So in about 1500 BC, there was a particular sport that is actually very unique, a, 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 a sport that took place in, or it was a Mesoamerican sport, and it was called Ulama. That's right, it was called Ulama, U-L-A-M-A, U-L-A-M as a Matthew A. And that is a sport where the players use their knees, their hips, and their body in order to keep the ball in play. So if you want to get a visual, just just in, in modern terms, I would say just do it like this. Just imagine yourself on a volleyball court, whether it be sand or hard court. And instead of playing volleyball, imagine yourself literally jumping in the air. Now, I, obviously, they didn't. I don't think they used a volleyball net back in the day. Obviously, I don't believe so. But if you take that, if you take that out of the equation, imagine all players from both teams using their hips, their knees, and their body just to keep the ball in play. You can't use your hands or can't kick the ball, obviously, right? But you use your hips and your knees. I mean, that, that's what the sport of Ulama was about. You, you think about 
Now, obviously, I've never done that, but I can imagine that's probably takes a lot of exertion. <laughs> that takes a lot of exertion. You know, you can't you can't headbutt the ball. <laughs> you can't use your you know, just like in volleyball, you can't put your hands together and spike up or I should say spike up. You can't pump up the ball or you can't spike down the ball. Right. You can only use your hips and your knees and other parts of your body. OK. And then you look in about 776 B.C. Uh, Olympic Games were featured. OK. This is when Olympic Games were being featured. And then they, they that's when they kind of started their trend. And there was various types of athletic events and combat sports, such as wrestling and chariot racing and all that kind of stuff. OK. So Olympic Games, that goes back thousands uh, thousands and thousands of years as well okay and then and then let's say you have a uh, someone named hippocrates i think i'm pronouncing that correctly hippocrates so way that's spelled that's h like hippo h-i-p-p-o-c-r-a-t-e-s he was the father of modern exercise and he was the one that said diet and exercise work together to produce health that's worth saying again Diet and exercise work together to produce health. Very simplistic, but yet very powerful statement. And and that's one of those statements that it stands the test of time. And it can be definitely still rings true today on that very same level. Okay, so now we're going to fast forward all the way up until 1844. Okay, that's when the first YMCA was founded by George Williams. Okay, and what you may not have known is that the YMCA was founded and established upon not just any principles, but Christian principles of developing a healthy body, mind and spirit. And not only that, it was founded on muscular Christianity. Yes, look it up. It's a thing. I I honestly had never heard of it until I and when I was doing my homework for this episode, I came across it. I was like, oh, muscular Christianity. So you know what? That means that all if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a real Christian, you gotta be swole. <laughs> Just joking, it's a little joke there. But yes, look it up. Muscular Christianity. It's a real thing. Okay, so let's see. What other trivia do I have here? Alright, sorry. All right, so and we're gonna also fast forward once again. Actually, before we fast forward, I'm going to also mention, you may have heard the name Jack Lalanne, Jack Lalanne, who is known as the godfather of fitness. All right. So he is one who has published many, many books and uh, when it comes to fitness and he has hosted his own fitness TV show, which had a 30 plus year run, which was known as the Jack Lalanne show. OK, I never got a chance to watch that show, but uh, I'm honestly compelled to. Check it out. I'm sure YouTube will have some type of information on that. I don't know. But, yep, Jack LaLanne had his own show from 1953 to 1985. Now, if you want to fast forward towards the tail end of those 30-plus years that I just mentioned, when you go to 1982, think about Jane Fonda and Richard Simmons. Jane Fonda, she is a huge contributor, a huge contributor when it comes to being one of the first women to produce her own workout video from home, okay? And eventually sold millions and millions of copies all around the world. And as I said, Richard Simmons, I know y'all have heard of Richard Simmons. 
okay? And he had a TV show around that time, and obviously he is very, uh, very well known for his flamboyant and energetic personality and lifestyle and all that good stuff, or all that stuff. And the other thing about Richard Simmons is that he claims, he claims that in his career, that he has helped people lose 12 million pounds, over 12 million pounds collectively. It's definitely impressive. And then you go to 2006. I know you guys remember the We Fit, which I think was a very, very great invention. That was a great idea. So the main purpose of that was to bring families together, to have families you know, exercise together and play those G-rated child games together or kid games together so if you have a we fit and it still works you should have family night and get your family together or maybe get some friends together and you know take part in the sports that they have out there they have bowling and tennis and all types of games i played the we fit maybe just a couple of times i don't own one but i i remember playing one a couple of times so definitely is a simplistic way to get your body active and moving for sure Okay, so I just wanted to give you some quick trivia on those things. But I want to switch gears here a little bit. And, you know, one thing I believe is one reason a lot of us have not committed to fitness. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say this is the only reason, but I truly believe it is a paramount reason. I truly believe a lot of us have not resound like... I think what's the word I want to use? Resounding. Yeah. We have not stated a resounding yes. Many of us have not answered that question thoroughly. We may have answered the question haphazardly. We may have answered the question intermittently. Okay. When you hear me say intermittently, I'm, you know, think of intermittent fasting, right? You, you know, or you think of, you could say the word interval, right? So, Intermittent basically is just a big fancy word means it comes and goes. Okay. So what I mean by that is a lot of us have intermittently answered that question. I, I think that's a perfect way to put it. Many of us around the globe right here, right now, we have intermittently answered the question of, and what is that question of committing and dedicating ourselves when it comes to uh, fitness and wellness and nutrition and all that stuff. So meaning that either when it's times that when we when it's convenient for us, we say, yes, OK, I'm ready to get back into it in the gym and all that kind of stuff. But then when you ain't feeling it, you just ain't feeling it. And then you say no. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by intermittent. Many of us have dedicated or have not dedicated emotion, not just emotionally, but mentally, like internally. We have not dedicated towards the ideal towards the truth of, uh, of dedicating ourselves towards fitness. Now, when you hear me say dedicating towards fitness, it does not equate to like, you got to be this big time gym rat. You got to have all the muscle in the world. You got to just have abs and muscles, just pop, pop, chisel everywhere. You got to show off your body. That That's no, no, no. Because see, you got to define what fitness means to you. See, that's the thing. I, I, I want to challenge someone out there right now. It's not limited to just 
a specific building in terms of a gym place or some form of a, a facility where you work out at or where you train at. Yes, that is fitness, but that's not all it's limited to be. See, some of you out there, you have not defined fitness for your life. You have not taken the time out to really define what it means. And if you don't know what it means, that's okay. But I'm saying uh, many of us have not taken the, the necessary step or steps in order to find out like what it truly means to you. And, be, and because I'm a big believer in once you understand something, not just by head knowledge, not just by shaking your head and saying, yes, I understand, not just by doing it every now and then. No, I mean, like you live it, you eat it, you sleep it and you breathe it. Like you have a not saying you know it all, but you have a well enough understanding to say, you know what, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to dedicate to this thing. Right. And again, this is not to make anyone feel a certain type of way. Again, I want to charge someone. I want to have someone create a paradigm shift in their mind, a paradigm shift in their spirit. Because many of us, we, we going too soon. Let's be real. Many of us are being put in the hospitals too soon. Many of us are leaving this earth too soon. Doesn't matter if you're a, a celebrity, like a public figure, celebrity figure, or behind the scenes figure. Doesn't matter. Many of us are leaving this earth too soon. Whatever reason you want to insert there, insert here. Whatever reason you want to put there. Many of us are leaving too soon. And I truly believe that for some of us, we are just a few feet away, so to speak, from making those changes. And an example I mean by that, there are a lot of us out there right now. Some of us are maybe maybe borderline diabetic or just your your diabetic. And, you know, as, as it's been said, the way to change that is just simply just changing what you eat, you know, and doing and getting to that, getting to that point, getting into that headspace and getting into that heart space where you're doing it on a consistent basis. But as I said, now I could say those things. I could say, okay, oh, it's time to switch. And let me just shut it off here and stop eating these wrong foods. And okay, let's go over here to these right foods. Yay, I made the change. For some people, yes, you can cold turkey and just make these changes. For others, it takes time. It takes progressive changes. Either way, it's okay. But what, as I mentioned earlier, many of us have not committed in terms of saying, you know what? Yes. Yes. I, I. And when I say commit and dedicate towards fitness, I'm not saying that from a perfection standpoint, like you got to just be perfectly clean and pristine and lean and all that. No, no, no. It, it's not. It, it's not about that. It's more so like, I mean, it's not just about fitness, nutrition. It's, it's that plus your lifestyle overall, your lifestyle overall. I mean, that's like I say, when you define what fitness means to you, once you craft out your own theology, craft out your own definition of it. And by your own, I mean your own God given definition, your own God given revelation on that stuff. You know, all of this stuff is a journey. But once you find it out, it can be a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun. It can be exciting. And yes, you know, you'll come across some mistakes. You'll make some mistakes. Some stuff is trial and error. But if you truly put in the the hmm, the legitimate, constant, enduring, but yet fun effort, you can really see and feel the changes that happen and take place in your life. 
But another question I want to challenge someone out there is, do you really want to change? Because I think that some of us struggle with that. Like, like, do you really want to be made or do you really want to get well in, in terms of that? Do you like, do you really want to do this thing? What do I mean by that? So I want to challenge you to look up John chapter five in the Bible and read it in your downtime. In the first eight verses, but, you know, read the whole chapter. OK, so a, a part of that chapter is talking about a gentleman that was laid by the pool of Bethesda for almost four decades, almost four decades. He's waiting for a healing. He's like he's laying by this pool like this, uh, the, uh, the pool of Bethesda and he encounters or has, he, he has a talk with Jesus. And essentially, you know, Jesus is asking like, hey, you know, do you really want to be made well? And. And I'm explaining this in modern terms, okay? So, but like I say, go read the chapter for yourself. And basically, this, you know, this man, he's, you know, he just has these excuses. You know, some of us, we have excuses or we are, some, something within our circumstances has, has us, like, has us tied up. Something within our circumstances, something within our thinking, it has us tied up, right? So, you know, it's like Jesus asking, like, do you really want to be made well? You know, and that's that's where I'm getting this from. Like, do you re- like do you really want to make this change? And you can apply this to any other areas of life. It's not just all oh, just 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 fitness alone. But again, for the purpose of this podcast or this episode, that's what we're talking about. Like, do you really want to change? Do you really want to change that part of your life? And I believe a lot of us are caught up in. Like I said, whatever our circumstances we have, whatever our thoughts are, whatever our fears are. And some of us, let's be real. A lot of us still fear change to this day. Now, I know t- there are times where change can be uncomfortable. A lot of us still fear the unknown, you know, and because some of us may think, well, if I dedicate this much time to the gym or X, Y and Z, I'm going to, I got to give this up or I got to give that up, you know, and that's where the word sacrifice comes into play. That is where the word sacrifice comes into play. Okay. We have to be able to invest in ourselves and understand the reason and reasons why we need to invest in ourselves in that way. So that is my question to you, ma'am. That is my question to you, sir. Do you really want to be made well? Is there some circumstance or circumstances holding you back? Is there a type of thinking, some type of limited thinking, some type of limited belief thinking that is holding you back from, you know, getting that gym membership once again? Maybe you had a gym membership way back in the day. And for whatever reason, you don't have one now, but. You know, is there a reason that maybe you don't have a gym membership or maybe you've never had one before? And I'm just using this example. I know not everyone is into the gym like that. I, I get that. And, and and if you want to hear me say gym membership, I want you to think about your garage. For those of you that like to work out from home, you know, man, I'm just trying to hit all categories of people, whether it be your garage or uh, you work out at a park, wherever your gym membership, your quote unquote gym membership is. Why have you not subscribed to that gym membership? 
Why have you what you subscribed or you subscribed to it at one point, but then for whatever reason, you just not a part of it anymore and you have not resubscribed to that gym membership. Again, I'm talking about wherever your quote unquote gym is. That's what I'm talking about when I say gym membership. Right. So, again, it and also it deals with priorities. You know, it, it's so easy for us as people to get caught slipping. And by that, I mean, um, it's let me put it this way. I heard someone say, I think Mike Murdoch said something to the effect of if you want to destroy a man's dream, give him another one. So essentially what that means is, I mean, you know, you can kind of say it in a different way. If you want to distract someone, throw something else on their plate. If you want to distract someone, throw something else on their plate. I mean, you know, distractions can come in many different forms. You know, you take your pick, right? So, it's it, it, and, and again, I, I know that sometimes some of us are a part of maybe certain unique circumstances. I'm not going to sit here and downplay any of that and anything. I, obviously, I don't know you, ma'am. I don't know you, sir. But I still want to challenge someone out there. Once you recognize whatever that circumstance and or circumstances are, you're able to know how I want you to develop a plan of how to attack it for some people. It may be financial. Maybe you want to join a gym, but maybe you're not working at the time or you don't have the finances, whatever it is. All right. But hey, at the end of the day, you can work out from home until you get a gym membership. <laughs> right. So but anyway, I'm saying all this to say that. We as people. We we have to get in that we got to get in that not just that head space, but we got into to get into that heart space of knowing why, why we need to be emotionally dedicated towards our physical health, our mental health, emotional health. But I mean, I mean, in this case, I'm talking about physical health, you know, and I know that some people want to change some people truly and authentically want to change their physical health but some people may try to visualize in their head of what could go wrong or oh my gosh what if i put my all into it and i don't lose the weight or i don't release the weight that i want to release or what what if i i'm not able to find the foods that i want to find or to to help make me healthier you know whatever questions you want to throw in there we we want to put we want to mentally put some type of obstacle in our way, you know, whether if it's on purpose or not, and you know we can be just stuck. We can just be stuck and not know how to make the next move, or maybe not know when to make the next move when it comes to uh, you know really up and stepping up our game in that health and fitness, right? So, but we're going to talk about quite a few things. Some of the things we're going to talk about. Now, obviously, we're not going to talk about all these things in this episode. Like I said, it's going to be over the next several weeks. So I am going to talk about some components of fitness like cardiovascular health, muscular strength and flexibility and endurance. And then when it comes to fat loss, you know, things to do to maximize your fat loss. And again, as I've said in different ways, this is going to be stuff, stuff you've heard before. But of course, there are times when I will I strive to explain things in a unique and different way because I, I really want you to get it. I really want you to get it because I also understand. I also understand that not everyone is, what's the word I'm looking for? 
not everyone has that 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 automatic connection that automatic natural instinctual connection of towards something right? here here's some examples of what i mean when you think of michael jordan you think of basketball when you think of tiger woods you think of golf when you think about the williams sisters serena and venus you think about tennis right they were naturally gifted at those sports now obviously yes they had to practice they had to practice several hours a day they had to work at it like dogs in the heat they had to a slave in terms of working, uh, increasing their work ethic and perfect their skills and, 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 and perfect their craft on those, uh, on those respective sports. You think of Peyton Manning, you think of football. You think of Tom Brady, you think of football. You see what I'm saying? So it, like, just like that, when you think of BDB, you think of fitness, right? That, that's, my natural, that's my natural inclination, fitness. You know, I, I've, I've been active th- throughout my whole life. I played sports throughout most of my life. I played, like I said, I played five years of tennis, and right before that, I played two years of baseball. Right, so I, you know, but I didn't get into weight uh, weights until 1997 is when I really got into lifting weights, and, and it might have even been before that. But 1997 is the year that I remember best. Right, so I've always, you know, my, my gifts, two of my biggest gifts, are what I'm doing right now: talking, speaking, exhortation, and being active like being physically fit and that kind of thing like th- those are those have been my gifts right so i'm exercising my gifts pun intended <laughs> yes so and, and so i'm saying all that to say i know that there are some of you out there that you know it, it like being an athlete or anything of such sorts maybe it's not natural to you i totally get that i totally understand that however at the end of the day you are still an athlete. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You are still an athlete. Ma'am, you are still an athlete. Sir, you are still an athlete. Not just from a physical standpoint, but also from a mental and emotional standpoint as well. But again, we're going to stay focused. We're going to talk about fitness, right? So that's why I said earlier, everybody's got to do it. Or everybody's got to get into that headspace of... Uh, everybody's got to get into that headspace of... Creating their routine and regimen when it comes to exercising and fitness. And like I say, it's something that you can have fun with. You can, um, you know, make it a lifelong journey. It does not have to be dreadful. You know, it can be fun and exciting, you know. And most people, most people thrive when they do it by themselves. Other people thrive better. Or I don't say better. Yeah, other people thrive better when they are with a group of people. Right? And so... uh, you know, it, it's one of those things is that, I mean, our physical health deteriorates if we don't steward our bodies when it comes to physical fitness. And if we don't have some form of, you know, strength, uh, strength training or muscular condi- or muscular conditioning and or I should say uh, conditional training and you know, muscular training. You know, if, if, if we don't take heed to these things. You know, it puts us in a higher percentage or it puts us in more and more of a position to potentially get osteoporosis. Okay, and that's so that's why I say that's the thing that I love about fitness and nutrition. Like literally everybody, nobody can escape it. Trust me, technology is huge. Absolutely. But guess what? Not everybody has a laptop. Not everybody has a computer at home. Not everybody has a cell phone, believe it or not. Yes, most people do have a cell phone, but 
and if some people have cell phones, some people still may have older versions of cell phones. Some people still have older, uh, old school versions of cell phones, older types of phones, right? But everybody's got a body. Everybody who has ever been somebody that is going to be, wait, I'm, I'll make sure I say this right. Anybody who has ever been somebody, and I'm talking about everybody, I know I remixed that, but you get what I'm saying, has got to go through the gateway of fitness and the gateway of nutrition. And throughout this series, throughout this part of the series, we're going to definitely break that down. Because like I said moments ago, you are an athlete. Never forget that. It don't matter what you look like. It don't matter what they say. You are an athlete because you and I were called to endure in this life. And if we're going to endure in this life, we might as well look good doing it and we might as well feel good doing it. So I want to commit and help you to doing just that. Okay, you can consider this episode pretty much as a preview when it comes to fitness. Okay, Uh, because like I said, I'm going to talk about cardiovascular health and muscular strength and flexibility and endurance. Okay, now I have touched on some of these topics way back earlier in the beginning of beginnings of the Ultimate You podcast. So you can check out episodes number three and five. Okay, episode number three was the Ultimate Food Foundation. And then episode number five was all about the macros. You can also check out episode number four, which is the Ultimate Foundation. Okay, so go back and check out those and that way you'll get a sense of what I mean. All right, but of course, I will talk about these. Uh, Of course, you know, maximizing fat loss. And like I said, we'll talk about nutrition as well. But I also want to touch on something I talked about at the at the beginning of this episode. And I truly believe us as people, we have a tendency to get settled into our into our surroundings. Okay. And to a point, to an extent, yes, that's fine, that's good and that's okay. But then there's another point where we get too comfortable. Okay, so that's why I mentioned earlier about the constant changes of the atmosphere over the thousands of years. You know, I talked about how people walked everywhere and then it got to chariot riding, chariot racing, all that stuff, right? People riding horses, right? Then we talked about steam cars, right? Steam cars as a as a means of transportation. Okay, again, nothing wrong with these things is we do need change. I mean, of course, one of the statements that I have uh, personally coined as a phrase, change and be changed. We all need change all the time, every day. But we can't be so comfortable with our settings that we lose sight of what's truly important for us to do. I mean, let me put it, let me put to you this way as an example. When the pandemic started in March of 2020, I mean, just people that I've talked to over the past several months, one thing that people have told me is that, well, and somehow, some way, whatever reason or whatever circumstance or circumstances happened, it happened in terms of people just, you know, just having fitness get away from them. You know, somehow, some way, 
fitness got away from them or they got away from fitness, probably the latter. So fitness, you, you got away from fitness for, for whatever reason. And for some, it may have been more challenging than others. I don't know. Of course, like I say, I don't know everyone's situation, but whether if it was on purpose or not on purpose, there are a lot of people who have had fitness just be disconnected from them during the pandemic, you know, and that's why that's one reason that, you know, I'm calling for this revolution uh, because now separate from that, separate from that, uh, we have also we have, as people have also there's a disconnect there's a psychological disconnect. I, I remember saying this on a previous episode that there's a psychological disconnect between us and our bodies. There's a disconnect between us and our bodies. And I truly believe and know that we were intended to be all the way in tune with ourselves. Okay. And this is what I mean when we've been so comfortable with our surroundings, right? And I have an episode that was also back around that same time frame. I talked about in the world of the stress, right? We are supposed to be people in this world, but not of the world. But I titled the episode in the world of the stress. You can find that back towards the beginning of this podcast. Go listen to it. I would challenge you to do so. It, there are times where we have to draw that fine line, when to be comfortable with our surroundings and when to be the opposite. I guess opposite is a, uh, the best word because I mentioned the pandemic because some of us can, like I said, so comfortable with doing everything from home where we just do everything from home. And again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but we can lose sight of other things of what's really important. Now, if you work out from home, you, hey, you do your thing, you work out from home, that's, that's great. That is A-OK. But that, that, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like sometimes we lose sight of certain other things. And it's time, to, it's, it's time for us to rise up. Now, when it comes to rising up, I don't know what that looks like for you personally. But it's time for us as people to rise up. Because we have to take a, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this a certain way. We have to put a chokehold on having control of our health, right? We, we, ha that we have to exercise self-control. We have to get to that heart space, that head space and the heart space of putting a chokehold on our health, meaning that, you know what, I'm going to control this. Now, I know that we're not in ultimate control, but I'm saying with what we can control, like we like you got to own it. You know, when people use that phrase, you know, hey, man, like, how do you do this? Man, you just got to own it. You got to own it. And, and man, I don't know how else to say it. But when it comes to our physical health, we we just got to flat out own it. You know, that means we got to be a savage. We got to be on top of it. Right. You got to find out what is the best plan for you in terms of your physical, your, your physical fitness. You know, do you create goals that constantly challenge you to keep pushing forward and moving forward? You know, like that's the thing about us. We have the opportunity to explore with our creativity. Your fitness ain't got to look like the next person. That's OK. Your fitness ain't got to look like mine. My fitness ain't got to look like yours. 
This ain't about trying to get the sexiest abs on earth. You got to understand fitness. That's a part of your identity. That's a part of who you are. But you have bought into some form of culturology that has said something of the opposite. You have bought into something within culturology, something of this world that has told you of the opposite. And some of us don't realize that when it comes to fitness, that is a part of your identity. That is a part of who you are. And no, that is not an option. That is not an option. And I am not sorry for saying that. I am creating this episode to help tear down the veil, to help open somebody's eyes. Fitness is a part of your identity. It's a part of your identity, not so you can look cute and handsome on Instagram, not so you can look cute and handsome on Facebook. No, it's it's fitness is a part of your identity so that way you can be most effective, be most effective for others, be most effective for those around you, for those in your community, for those in your family. So that way, when you're called upon for help. If someone calls and calls you to ask them to help them move, they need help lifting that couch. Not saying you got to be a strong man. Not saying you got to be a strong woman. I'm talking about strong man competitions. That's what I'm talking about. Not saying you got to have all the muscles in the world. No, I'm just saying being well bodied, well abled, having a well mind, a well a, a sound a, a well sound mind. That's all I'm saying. That's the type of people we're supposed to be. If, and if anyone's told you different, look, I'm sorry. I apologize if anyone's told you different. I'm telling you fitness is a part of your identity. I'm telling you that no matter where you're at, you can still do it and make those changes, those necessary changes to get to that ultimate place that you deserve to be at in your fitness. You're, you're going to need some help. You, you may need some help and some accountability to get there. But I promise you, it's all worth it. Some of you, you might think that it's like you being at the bottom of a mountain and that you got to climb all the way to the top of that mountain with no resources, with no backpack, no waters, no thermals, no nothing. Just just you and that mountain all the way up at the top. And you think you, you got no help. You think you got no resources. You think you got no connections to get there. Well, I'm here to tell you that's a lie. And if you feel like you don't have a connection, well, guess what? I'm going to be your connection. And so you got to know that, yeah, you still got to make it to the top of the mountain. But you ain't alone in trying to get to that top of the mountain. And the reason why I'm saying it this way is because when you reach the top of that mountain, it's going to be so worth it. Because it's going to change your mindset. It's going to cha- it, it, It's going to change how you look at things. It's going to change your perspective on a whole bunch of things. Because I'll tell you, when it comes to me over the years, all my perspective has changed. Fitness has taught me a lot. It's taught me more than I could ever dream or imagine. More than I ever realized. But I want to go back to what I said moments ago. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity of a lifetime to explore, to create, to dive into, and to see How can you create fitness for yourself? How can you make it fun? How can you make it educational? 
What resources can you invest in to help bring yourself up to the next level of fitness? Hmm? What people can you meet? What new people can you meet along the along this journey that can help pull you out of that that comfortability spot? That can help pull you out of your comfort zone. People that can stretch your vision. People that can speak into you and say, hey, look, I see you being at this level. A level that you didn't even think was possible for you to be at. That's what it's all about. It's all about being most effective, not only for yourself, but for others. All right. So, all right. That was just a little pep talk in me. And there's just a little preview of of this of this particular part of the series of this particular F. So we're going to get we're going to get into it. We're going to really, really get into it next week. We're going we're going to unpack. We're going to unwind. We're going to peel the layers away and we're going to get into the nuts and bolts when it comes to fitness and uh, more on, you know, how to really stay emotionally connected and when it comes comes to the physical aspect of it, like I said, talking about resistance training, we're going to break some myths. OK, because ladies, I know there's a lot of ladies out there. You're hesitant or scared or nervous, whatever you want to call it, to lift weights. Now, I don't want to just flat out say every woman must lift weights. No, but I will say it is going to be it is it is to your advantage to have some form of a resistance training, strength training regimen as a part of your lifestyle. And again, doesn't have to be about gaining the most muscle in the world. But the myth I was going to say was, ladies, if you lift weights, you are not going to look manly. <laughs> or I'll say it this way, ladies, the only way that you will look manly by lifting weights, that is if you like lift like heavy, heavy weights, or if you are lifting a, a moderate amount of weight, and it, like if you're going for hypertrophy, okay, if you're going for hypertrophy, if you're going for a progressive overload, if you have progressive overload as a part of your workouts, ladies, and and on top of that, lifting heavy. So let me just say it this way, ladies, please, please, please listen to me. Please hear me. That myth, wherever you heard it from, I don't know, that if you lift weights, you're going to look too manly. You don't want to look too muscular, da, 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 da. In terms of being manly, that's a lie, okay? If you lift heavy and do progressive overload, that is how you will gain big muscle. Now, now I know some women, maybe some women want big muscle. I don't know. But for those that don't, just don't train heavy and don't do progressive overload. Maybe a little bit of progressive overload is okay, okay? A little bit is okay. Let me make sure I'm correct myself on that. A little bit of progressive overload is okay. Why? Because you need to gain strength. Okay? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with putting a little strength on you. There's nothing wrong with having muscular curves on your body. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Okay? Now, once you get to that point where you think you've reached a point where you're like, okay, like I like these muscular curves and okay, you know, you can kind of you can kind of find ways to maintain it. Okay? That that's why there are strategies and sciences behind maintaining muscle mass and maintaining your toneness and everything 
people that have asked me over the years or people that I've talked to over the years that use that same jargon, you know, I just want to get more tone. I just want to get more muscle, right? So like I said, we're going to talk about these things. We're going to do a deep dive into these things next week. And I just wanted y'all to really take heed into this particular F. This is the third F within this series. And even after this one, we still got a little more to go. Okay, but we're going we gonna to camp out. We're going to chill right here. We're going to unpack and talk about these things next week. But in the meantime, in between time, you all stay healthy. You all stay fresh. Stay safe. And I will catch you guys next week. Uh, as always, I appreciate you joining in and chiming in for the Ultimate You podcast. And this is a continuation of the Single Mindedness series. Okay, the Single Mindedness series. Be sure to tell a friend. Be sure to tell a friend, a coworker, a family member. Be sure to share this podcast, whatever episode or episode you feel compelled to share. Be sure to pass the word around and let your friends know that, hey, this information can be a part of their life, too. All right, y'all. Well, that is my time. I hope y'all have a great evening. Come back ready next week because we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of this and we go get it going. Until then, BDB signing out. Change and be changed.